Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the Kingdom of Pod, Boise State podcast here on the Believe Podcast Network, brought to you by uh, eBay. Um, Not great news for Boise State football with COVID and postponement for now of the spring ball but we'll get into that story and how everything is impacted it seems psychologically for these players i'll tell you my great story about how the immunizations are working in and around the dallas area we'll get an update on what i think about coach harson's contract what kind of money will he be coming into on a net basis and how may this change his life and then barry werner is going to check in one of the founders of crave delivery has a pretty cool contest called beat the bearcat if you've you know not completed yet every bracket out there uh, make sure you get over to the crave delivery instagram account and beat the bearcat to win some prizes at crave delivery but you'll have to do that uh, as i drop this podcast today by midnight if uh, it's too late you should at least still check out uh, crave delivery but let's get back to the lead story not a great amount of news for boise state football this week certainly not good news though uh, when 19 people could be coaches players both um, are impacted from covid uh, eight had positive COVID tests, which I think is alarming, and 11 more contract tracing. So we'll see what happens with those. But that was enough to say, okay, uh, we've got to pause everything and figure it out from here. And who knows when they'll get back on the field. And of course, right now, there's really no deadline that they're trying to hit other than trying to get some normalcy into what they're doing. I think COVID interruptions really test your resolve. Athletes and coaches were born to perform. They trained to perform. And really, at some point, you know, your training's going to suffer if your performances are unreliable. If you don't know that you're going to be able to perform, I think that psychologically, it's tougher to continue to train at a high level because there's nothing dependable on the other side. Uh, that has me concerned for not only athletics or Boise State football, but a lot of different situations that are facing cancellations because of COVID. And, and in fact, to me, well, one of the more damaging things that has happened to not only Boise State football, but college football specifically and basketball and NBA, all athletes are impacted by uh, 2020 and the no fans policies that happened. I'm not criticizing the policies. I'm just suggesting that the net result was that no or limited fans at best were allowed into these atmospheres. Of course, some had, I think, a passable amount, but for the most part, they were empty stadiums, arenas, and... I think that with everything that's going on, you know, kids are going to be transferring off to better schools with a lot, um, you know, more ease and grace. And, you know, game atmospheres may start counting more because you know, take a look at it. If, if you're a player, a, a kid coming into college now, uh, you're going to want to have anybody that can put your name in front of as many people as possible. Uh, you're going to be very conscious of your image. If you're a skill player, if you're a player that thinks you have immediate NFL potential, you want to create 
as much equity in the social media market for yourself as you can uh, so that your image is maximized uh, with financial you know, compensation, which is coming soon to college athletics. And then since your image is high um, and your name is of a, you know, I guess, bell-worthy uh, note, well, then, heck, you want your likeness to be used in video games or wherever else to make you more money there. So uh, these are all very important things. And to me, uh, if you've got a stadium filled with people and fans, you can point to that to recruits and say, look, our athletes are adored. Our athletes are followed. Our athletes have passion around them. So I think fans at games do count until we have a generation of, of people that don't really consider people attending events to be a great measuring stick on interest or anything uh, of that nature and you know there's some challenges of course in the Mountain West Conference I'm not going to go out and suggest that every city or state uh, in the Mountain West Conference is going to be able to allow for a hundred percent capacity and frankly it wouldn't matter if you look at how many attendant football games in the Mountain West Conference they don't need full capacity in any of their stadiums and the average for the 2019 season was 23,000 per game for a Mountain West Conference game now let me say this about attendance Um, the impact on any performer of an audience should never be underestimated and I just find that you know athletes actors uh, a lot of other folks you know, you, you play for the reaction of the crowd. It, it gives you your juice. I think we all perform better in front of a crowd. Uh, some people in Hollywood know it so much to the fact that you take a successful series like Friends and they're going to do a big reunion show. Well, they could have taped it by now, but they are postponing it. In fact, they won't tape it until they're able to to do it in front of a live audience because they know that's what their actors need. That's what the performance needs. And so they're going to delay it. Uh, Players, I I don't see them as too different than that. Uh, They're in a tough situation. And when we get back onto the field and you're able to open it up to 50% capacity, that's probably going to be enough for most Mountain West venues. I looked at the 2019 attendance figures for Boise State, when they went on the road in the Mountain West Conference, it was a bad year for road games. They traveled to Las Vegas, San Jose, Logan, and then Fort Collins. And while the conference was averaging 23,000 a game, Boise State only played in front of 18,500 a game in those four Mountain West cities. Uh, I don't think that's very good for the soul of coaches and players and anybody involved. I I see it as a downside, and especially when you look at the competition for any athlete or coach in the Mountain West Conference being the lower one-third of the Pac-12, I think these things could start creeping in to have an impact on how people feel about their performances and where they get a chance to perform and play. The average Pac-12 attendance was 46,000. Now, I understand winning academics – Uh, professional opportunity, all that stuff starts getting prioritized by players. But somewhere in there is how much people care. And a visible, tangible sign is how many people will pay money to show up and actually root for their team or watch the opposing team. And as players start considering their name and what it's worth, 
and cultivating their image and how they're going to leverage that and others taking their likeness in video games to make money from that for them as well. They're going to want to be in front of as many people as possible and it's going to count. And this is not going in the right direction. And do we really believe that attendance is going to be on an upswing in group of five cities and towns and programs like Las Vegas and San Jose and New Mexico and Nevada, even Hawaii. Hawaii is going back to a 10,000-seat stadium while Aloha Stadium is going to have to be torn down and built back up as it was condemned. So there are some challenges, I think, as we read and and look about this, that the future of the sport for the Mountain West, I think, is going to be very interesting to watch, to say the least. The crowd is very important, I believe. I don't think it should be understated. I don't know how much more they can do about it. And Boise State, I've always felt, was the best draw in the Mountain West Conference when they travel. And I've been shocked at some of the cities they've went to that had a chance to see an undefeated top 25 or top 15 or top 20 rated school in Boise State. And they didn't show up. They didn't show up at all. I don't think that helps. And When you have situations like we went through in 2020 with no fans or very few fans, I think players become nothing better than YouTube videos on some level, and they get more desperate for highlight moments, so they get noticed, and I think that affects your play. They want to be recognized. They want to be honored, and when you contrast how they do things, you know, when you're doing it for a YouTube or TikTok video, you're you're really one person at a time is watching it. It's a totally different experience uh, when you have a group, so... This COVID situation, let's hope we can put it behind us. I'll tell you more about my COVID experience here in just a second. But let me tell you, with the tournament on full scale right now, it's time to get over to Bet Online. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. It could be the NBA or it could be any of the college basketball that's going on. So the tournament's here. They also have a $100,000 bracket madness contest that you can enter. And Bet Online's the sport place to get it all done for any bracketology needs they got you covered for news and scores and odds and really it's the best way to place your bets and it's absolutely free to sign up so get to betonline.ag or just use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online your online sports book experts well speaking of covid i had my own experience with uh, getting immunized and That was a decision that I made just based on some of the things that I like to do, and that includes going to football games in different venues and being around if I have an opportunity to talk to coaches and players and administrators and the people that I enjoy interacting with are in highly sanitized and monitored situations themselves. They have to go through all kinds of testing to be around their own players for their own programs. And I'm not going to be able to interact with those individuals uh, to the degree that I'd like to be able to if I'm not myself immunized and uh, get involved in, in um, you know, taking advantage of the COVID vaccine. So I decided to do that. Uh, I thought it was interesting just to give you some comparisons if you've done it, how it's done here in the uh, area that I live. I live in Flower Mound, Texas. I'm, like I told you, 20 miles north and a little bit west of Dallas-Fort Worth Airport and, you know, 20, 30 miles outside of direct downtown Dallas. So I'm just outside of it, and I'm in an area called Denton County, 
And so they have uh, teamed up with the Texas Motor Speedway folks. Texas Motor Speedway is on 1,500 acres. It can hold almost 200,000 spectators. And it's got one of the largest parking lots in the United States or maybe the world. So they took advantage of that and set up their station there. And that's where I went to get my immunizations. And they can handle like 30,000 shots a week. Uh, I was shocked when it only took me 11 days from the point that I registered till I actually got my injection, shot number one on my Pfizer shot. I'll go back for the other one in three weeks. The only symptoms I had was a sore arm, and that really wasn't that bad. I was, you know, I could still lift my arm. It was a little sore, of course. All the symptoms come usually after the second injection. I was just shocked and really blown away, though, at the organization. And the everything from, like, the traffic electric blinking signs to their own dedicated radio station to inform you once you get on the grounds to, to the uh, tents that had like 16 lanes of cars with multiple stations where you filled out forms, you talked to somebody, they checked your ID, you had your QV code, and then you finally got your injection. You got out of that with 400 volunteers giving you like Disneyland parking-like type directions, uh, telling you which lane to go to after you were done with your injection, which literally took no time. Uh, you were in a 15-minute holding pattern. Uh, there were emergency technicians around. If you had any issue, you just honked your horn. If you were having one of these emergency allergic reactions to the Pfizer uh, serum, which nobody at the time I was there did, uh, I was shocked that I was in and out in 30 minutes. I never got out of my car. 16 lanes of cars jammed, and they're able to process 1,000 shots a, an hour. So I appreciate all the folks that took time to volunteer, all 400 of them, to help us all get through that. So my hat's off to you, and I'll see you, I guess, now in, in three weeks. Let me move on. Uh, we'll get into Brian Harson's contract situation. Then I want to tell you a little bit more about a friend, uh, uh, Barry Werner from Crave Delivery. You've heard about Crave Delivery if you live in the uh, Boise area. If you live in Texas, you're going to hear a lot more about it. In Salt Lake City, I'll tell you more about that in a minute but this just struck me as pretty interesting on a pretty slow Boise State football news week I took a look at Brian Harson's uh, new contract with Auburn and found it really interesting let me just take a brief moment though to talk to you about our newest sponsor eBay whether you're looking for rare dead stock or the latest release you can find the exact shoe that you're looking for it's the original sneaker marketplace eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing, eBay's authenticity guarantee makes sure that your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. Team of experts and experienced sneaker authenticators will verify the box, the logo, the stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. So if you're a sneaker seller, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers over 100 bucks. So it's free to sell or flip your collection. So make sure you get over to ebay.com slash sneakers today. eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. We'll get to our conversation with Barry Werner, one of the founders of Crave Delivery, which will be soon rapidly expanding across the United States. He's done a great job in uh, the Treasure Valley area, and Barry has his own uh, promotion 
for the March basketball tournament we all watch. I'll tell you about that in just a couple of minutes. But I don't think Brian Harson uh, is probably selling or buying many sneakers on eBay. Uh, the news came out. It was formally requested, and the information was given to the media there in Alabama on his contract and the rest of his staff. And so this $31 million deal uh, was six years. Uh, I'm surprised. I thought that he was in line for a five-year contract, but he's over $31 million on a contract, uh, about five and a quarter a year. Uh, there are some terms. Uh, if he were to be let go at Auburn, he would still get 70% of the remaining value of that contract. So I thought it would be uh, fun to kind of put yourself in his shoes financially and try some of it on for size. If, let's just say, things don't go great at Auburn for Coach Harson, and for whatever reason, after two years, they say this isn't, isn't working or maybe it goes real well and he leaves for somewhere else. I can't imagine that, but who knows? And he is fired after two seasons. Well, if that were to occur... Uh, he will have collected over $10 million from Auburn, and they would owe him uh, 70% of the remaining four years on his contract. And if you take a look at all of that and you add in the fact that I would say Brian Harson has made a minimum of $7 million from Boise State from when he started in 2014 through 2020 and add it to what he would make after two years at Auburn and then 70% of the remaining value, uh, he will have made $24 million in just a couple of seasons and $31 million over the last eight years of his life. So you go back and look at that, $31 million coming through Coach Harson, no matter what happens, if he makes it at least two years at Auburn. If he has been taxed at a 38% rate at most and he doesn't have you know, tax investments and shelters and IRAs, wherever else he can do. He, he's got about, over these eight years of over $31 million that he has been compensated, he'll have about $19 million in his pocket. And let's just say that over these eight years, with that $19 million, he spent $3 million on homes and Maybe, you know, $4 million on living expenses over eight years. He spent $500,000 net, over $40,000 a month net on living expenses. Bought a couple of homes, you know, so got that in there and all of the rest. Well, if at the end of the eight years, he's got $12 million left. His living expenses are paid up until 22. He's paid his taxes. And he's got $12 million to play with. I hope we all understand that a man at his age will be able to take that $12 million. And very conservatively speaking, if he gets just a little bit more than 4% annually back on his investment, he'll make $500,000 a year before taxes or living expenses for life. Now, there is not many jobs that you can make enough dough to where you can pretty much retire, you're not even going to be 50, and you can retire at the same lifestyle that you had when you were making five and a quarter million a year. Auburn takes their football deathly serious. And if you're Brian Harson, that's what you want. I think that's why he's there. 
He wants to be at a place where it is number one, two, and three priority for that football program to not only beat Alabama, but to compete for a national championship. They spend about $40 million a year at Auburn to make sure that football program wins. And I've been studying and learning and talking to others. Even at a $40 million budget for football, they're about $16 million short of what Alabama spends on football. So, And nobody spends more than Alabama on the sport. Boise State, you may be asking to yourself, what do they spend on the sport of football? If Alabama's in the $56 million range, Coach Harson and some other former Boise State coaches, like Coach Pitt, uh, they're spending $40 million a year on the sport of football. Boise State, maybe $9 million a year. And that's pretty good. Three and a half times less than what they're spending at Auburn. So all kinds of reasons why I think Brian Harson uh, has accomplished things that you know no other coach has yet. It's a tremendous opportunity for himself. Coach Pete has done really well with that. I think Coach Cutter... Uh, did tremendous things with his own income in the NFL versus uh, the collegiate ranks. Money started really multiplying here in the last 10 years. And I know there's, uh, with a lot of positions, a lot of criticism that comes with it. Uh, but until you have taken the risks and, the, and made the sacrifices that college football coaches are willing to make and take the risks with your career because you're judged harshly, and, and you're with your peers, and it's a highly cutthroat competitive industry. I just don't think we have an understanding. And I admire the guys in the profession that risk that, that sacrifice that, that have that kind of cutthroat attitude towards what they're doing, and however they express that, and that's the kind of compensation that they receive. It doesn't mean they're perfect individuals. It doesn't mean that they're going to go into the seminary to become a priest. That's not my point. It doesn't even mean they're a good guy. I just think some of us get competitive on a professional level, and who said there's anything wrong with that? And so look what he has accomplished and how it is set up for him, and I think we should just keep that in mind before there's too much criticism laid out there for leaving Boise State or how his personality is or isn't. It's his choice. There's a lot of people that respect him and are willing to pay him handsomely for what he can accomplish, and that's about the only comparison in his particular instance that we should look at. Longtime friend of mine, I want to say hello to Barry Werner. Some of you have uh, listened to me on Idaho Sports Talk and Sports Radio, The Ticket, for years. You know that uh, Barry and our stations and shows go all the way back to the Haypenny, the Happy Fish. Now he and his partners have the tavern with all locations in the valley all over the place. And now he's a, one of the co-founders of Crave Delivery. And I know, Bear, I don't know how they got you involved in this, saying that you're the basketball expert, but there's a Beat the Bearcat contest to get involved with the college basketball tournament that they can find through the Crave Delivery Instagram. How did that come up? How did you get the gig as the basketball expert amongst the co-founders of the crave delivery business you know what that's a good question because i don't really know myself <laughs> i just think that they know my you played uh, my, <laughs> my, my, my played my, my partners the co-founders of crave they they know that i you know i got a lot of connections in the 
in the college sports industry with Mark Few and a bunch of the others. So yeah, I think that they're just like, hey, let's create a let's create something with excitement. Let's do it. Let's do a beat the Bearcat. And so here we go. Here we go. Yeah, and that's one thing I always love when we would talk is you tell me about all the people that had been through your restaurant and. I think that's one of the first conversations I had with you when we went back all the way to not only how you built the Happy Fish and in, in, in Bodo and how you built out uh, the you know, Hay Penny before that with going to Ireland and looking at Stone and all that, but there was a baseball professional athlete connection right there in the Hay Penny when it all started. And that's how I kind of met you when you were working with Widmer and you went into that. And, and that was your first taste, I guess, in working with big time athletes. You know, I was working in the beer business at the time, and a good friend of mine from high school was John Jaha. He played several years for the Milwaukee Brewers, ended up with Oakland A's, retired there. Well, when he retired, you know, we, we collaborated with the, the Hay Penny and the Happy Fish. So he was kind of a silent partner on that. And I, I ran the place, obviously, for for five years. I mean, it opened that up, and you're right. I went over to Ireland a couple times and basically picked out everything that I wanted from, from Ireland, and they shipped it over in three containers, and we were off and running. Yeah, and then... As the years go by, all of a sudden, you know, the connection with Leon Rice would come up with Mark Few and Gonzaga, and you'd start telling me about, yeah, I was out there with Few, we were fishing, you know, and you're still talking about that, and and, and he's the focus because I picked him to, to, to go chalk and go Indiana. I, I just could not go against the Zags. I took him all the way, it had nothing to do with you or Few or Leon or any of those connections, but how do you know him so well? You know, it's funny. It has nothing to do with any re- the restaurants at all. It has to do with when I was in the beer business and I used to, I was in Spokane. I lived in Coeur d'Alene and I was in Spokane and I uh, got, to, I start, I was in a basketball league and I played with a lot of the ex Gonzaga guys. Oh. Well, I was selling, I was selling to Jack and Dan's and obviously I think Jack, people know Jack and Dan's is John Stockton's dad's, dad's bar. Oh, okay. And so um, that was kind of a hangout for few and all the old all the old coaches, they used to hold court in there. And I, I got to know Mark through being in there, and he found out that I was into fly fishing, and he was in fly fishing. Well, he was the third assistant at the time when I met him. Wow. So this was in the early 90s. Right. Yeah, late early 90s when I met him. And so we started fishing the Coraline River, and, you know, we fish every year. Every year we fish together now. We always There's always a point, like, usually, it's, which is great, usually when he loses in the tournament, the very next day I get a call. He's coming <laughs> He's coming down the Boise. His in-laws live in Parma, so we go. Oh, okay. We, we, so we we've been fishing for for years. Yeah, but you could one day you're going to be able to write a book about all the people that you've gone fishing with because they're really some of the greatest names that have been through Boise State as coaches and have went on and got big time jobs. I had a meeting with Pete Kukowski the other day, the new defensive coordinator for the University of Texas. Oh, he kind of awesome. reminded me, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm going to have to find some fishing out here. But you, you've, you've, not to drop names, but these guys love to fish. And they love Coeur d'Alene. They love to fish up there. Well, what's great about that, too, so when, when uh, those guys were here early, Wilcox, when he was a GA at Boise State, I had the hay penny, and so he was always bringing uh, recruits through, and so him, we got to know each other real well, and, you know, Wilcox and, you know, a bunch of those coaches, but Wilcox was really into fishing, and so uh, Justin and I, we fished together every every center, we're really good friends, and we fish together all the time, too, as well, Yeah, and it's really cool seeing some of these guys get together, I mean, we go every summer with Wilkowski, it's usually Coach Pease, Wilkowski, uh, 
Now, now few is in the mix. We got the, I hooked those guys up. They're friends, and <laughs> those guys fly around the world fishing now. I know I it, man. That. I know it's crazy. Those guys literally fly around the world and go fishing. All right. So, all right. Let me let me get back to Crave here for a second, and I do want to suggest that if if you've got the time to, as we broadcast this today, uh, through tonight, through Thursday night, you can get involved on the the contest. It's it's called Beat the Bearcat. It's at the Crave Delivery Instagram account. It's right there in the bio. You just click on it. It's so slick. You can fill it out on your phone. You could win up to a thousand dollars in delivery from Crave, and I guess kudos from Barry. And what, all we got to do is beat you to get in the hopper, or what? You beat me. You get in the hopper. Um, I have a feeling even, there's going to be a lot of people that beat me because I'm a homer for Gonzaga. So if they don't go all the way, a lot of people are going to beat me. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So just go out and just just be, have a better score than I do at the end, and uh, you're going to be winning some. You'll be winning gift cards from Craig. All right, and that's good for me because I'm here in Flower Mound, Texas, which is adjacent to the Dallas-Fort Worth airport, and right in the a cradle of the the Planos, the Friscos, the Prospers. Um, I'm 30 minutes from Fort Worth, Texas Motor Speedway, and and Grapevine, and I know Crave, and Crave Delivery is even expanding not only to Texas and the areas that I mentioned, but Crave's rapidly expanding to states bordering Idaho, right? Our next locations that we're opening up are going to be in Salt Lake area. We're going to open up two locations down there, and then we're going to have three to four down in your area, down in. And, and uh, the Frisco Plano and Grapevine area. Yeah. All right. So, Bear, if somebody hasn't used Crave Delivery yet, and you, you've been in the food business, as I mentioned, for a long time, and you've done the sushis, you've done, well, you sh- you'd have had a huge St. Patty's Day with Hey Penny, but oh, yeah. that's in the past per se. But the tavern and all the great things that people have found at Bound Crossing or downtown the Oahe Tavern, and now you're out there in Meridian as well. Uh, so, we know that you have a different menu here and there. And how do you explain it, you know, Crave Delivery, and how different and the high quality that's coming out from your kitchens? So we have elevated restaurants from all over the United States with, with um, uh, James Board of uh, award-winning chefs from all over the United States. Our overall experience is elevated. And what you do is you get on our app and you go in and you have 16 kitchens. Mm-hmm. And you can choose from 8 to 12 different items from these kitchens. From They're, they're favorite items or the best-selling items that they have on their menus. So you just go into the app and you have all that. You can order from all those different restaurants uh, right on the app. And then what makes this really different is we it comes down our conveyor belt and it's in a timely fashion and we put it into our packaging and we take it out to our own um, our own drivers, our own cars. Sure. And, and that's, that's unique because we don't have a third-party system. Um, we have um, our own drivers, and it's a really, it's a really unique way, and nobody else is doing what we're doing in, in the world. Yeah, well, the presentation of the food uh, is outstanding for those that sometimes are, I guess, objecting to takeout or delivered food. I can tell you that the presentation is is short of nothing but amazing. Meatballs from New York, pizza sliders burgers i mean for for people who are going to watch college basketball it's a treat i mean it's not just like ordering a pizza from blank this is a treat this is gourmet stuff that you don't have to fly to those other cities for it comes to you and that's that's not a pitch i think it's very unique because you can do all this and uh, i haven't talked to anybody that's disappointed with what you guys are doing that's great i appreciate it yeah we're getting really great 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 reviews i mean you mentioned uh, st patty's Day yesterday 
you know, we have Metropolitan Grill, this one of ours out of Seattle. They're, yeah, they're favorite place. Out of Seattle. Right. So they uh, they did corned beef and cabbage, and, you know, we sold out of that. We had, I mean, we had a lot of orders for the corned beef and cabbage. It was a big day for St. Patrick's Day. But, yeah, we have them, and we have Elliot's, and um, like what you said, and we have uh, sliders. Um, I mean, we have just, we have the whole gamut of uh, whatever whatever you're craving, we got yeah and it's gourmet it's somebody who's made a living in his restaurant or her restaurant making that specific item isn't uh uh one of the golden state warriors isn't his wife involved somehow she's a chef yeah alicia curry's got curry's a uh, she's a chef she's chef she's a celebrity chef and she's collaborated with the mina group and we have mac and q uh which is mac and mac and uh, barbecue and that's her that is awesome. Yeah, you know, great. it's always good talking to you, man. You get everybody hungry here, but uh, I hope people, if they have time and you get get to go enter the contest and, and beat the Bearcat, but if not, uh, just look for Crave Delivery. I appreciate it. All right, that's just going to about do it for the Kingdom of Pod here on the Believe Podcast Network, brought to you by eBay. I hope you guys enjoy uh, the tournament. If you get a chance, uh, go ahead and get over to that Instagram account for Crave Delivery and try to beat the Bearcat, and I do appreciate it. Please remember to rate, review, and pass along the Kingdom of Podcast. And we'll get back to all the great news about Boise State football. Hopefully when they get back on the field this spring, see if anything uh, develops. Thanks to Barry Werner for joining me as well. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.